0: On today's show, Christian Wood shows out in Mavs preseason game number one. What do we learn about the Mavericks' new big man? And the Hardy Party makes his debut in Mavs preseason win number one. Let's talk about it and break it all down on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luke Lentic and this is Lockdown
1: I don't believe you shouldn't,
0: shouldn't be here. here. I don't believe you shouldn't be here. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Letting it ride. Can I let it ride on a preseason game? I'm letting it ride on a preseason game. Sure, why not? Thanks for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Lockdown Mavericks. So the best way to help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let us know who stood out to you the most in Mavs preseason game number one. No Luca. We still had Dinwiddie. Have Christian Wood. Jaden Hardy. Josh Green making an appearance. McKinley Wright. McKinley Bro. Wright popping out. Joining me as always, my co-host writer and contributor at Mavs.com. The streaming, sir. The one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris?
1: Yes, just got home late at night. Let's do this post game pod. Thanks for all the Mavs fans who tuned in and watched the preseason game. Yeah. Stream that sucker at uh, (laughs) Mavs.com from Studio 41, Bobby Corrala, Dana Larson from Bally Sports, and myself. And it was a lot of fun. Dana Larson, shout out to just a legend. Yeah. She's so much fun. Knows so much about the Mavs. And uh, yeah, obviously, Cat Chopper. Literally, you guys w- got to watch this preseason Mavs game because Chopper and this crew put this sucker together, and uh, it was a lot of fun. So it's going to get better. There's some uh, technical difficulties, but uh, it was uh, it was fun.
0: Absolutely, and we got some takeaways from this preseason game number one. We got to see Christian Wood for the first time officially as a Maverick, and not just at a, a scrimmage. <laughs> basically, uh, we got to see Jaden Hardy, the Hardy Party, stepping out. Hot man, the hot player, hot player. He was probably the hot man, and then other stuff stuck out. Um, Dwight Powell getting the start over Christian Wood, Dinwiddie playing well, Dorian and Reggie Bullock out there. But let's start with Christian Wood, and I'm gonna start with it. It's the duality of Christian Wood for me that stood out in that game. We saw, and you saw, he was struggling early on. It's preseason; the rust was just. I mean, it's sky high. How many turnovers? They had 18 turnovers at one point. They definitely finished with more. (laughs) So many turnovers in this game. Just so many passes that just went right into the teeth of the defense where they had no business going. Um, Mavericks finished with 23 turnovers. They averaged 12 last year, 12 a game. They were like last in the NBA in turnovers. And so there's, there's a bunch of rusty play and a bunch of just stuff that looked like preseason. But Christian Wood in the third quarter really started to step up you started to see him take over a little bit. You started to see what he's capable of offensively. We saw him rebound. But then the duality of it is his defense was just really stood out. Like really as much as his offense stood out on the other end, we say, Oh, this is a, a player the Mavericks could really use. His defense was not there. And that's honestly what I think, and I still believe it's after this first game, the reason why he's not starting.
1: Yeah, you know, he was kinda he was slated as the starter going into it. We had all of our pregame graphics and everything. How weird was uh, that. And then Dwight, you know, gets announced as a starter. And, you know, you some people probably ask him, like, why why did they do the lay switch? Why would you even do that? It it makes sense from a basketball standpoint because if he's gonna come off the bench in the regular season, then you keep that second unit kind of intact. Like, or at least you're trying to and this is where I, I think we need to give him a little bit of grace of He's used to starting. He's used to, I mean, he's so talented. He's been used to starting in Houston these past few stops to where now he's coming off the bench. You know, he doesn't love that, but this is a changeup for him. And there is, however you want to tell yourself that it's not like, oh, you're just playing basketball. No, there is a a shift of, you know, if you're going to come off the bench, not starting that game, sitting on the bench to start. Now you got to get warm up and like all this stuff. So it's going to, and he looked it, it it looks clunky at the beginning you know, he came in. I don't know exactly what time he came in in the first quarter. Six minutes. But six minutes ago. So it's like th- that's, you know, halfway through the quarter he comes in. So that's a change up for him. And he looked rusty. He just wasn't there. But then the third quarter happens. And I think that's the that's the story for him of he had 12 of his 16 points in the third quarter, hit two, both of his threes. He looked more comfortable, looked more confident. So I understand why they didn't start him even in preseason because you got to get him used to it. But the third quarter kind of saved this night from a. At at, at halftime, let me say this. At halftime, I was like, oh man, Mavs fans are uh, a little little worried right now. The pitchforks are coming out. (laughs)
0: And and I was curious to see how they were going to run him in some in, in actions and sets, and if they started him, I was really interested to see how him and Dinwiddie, Luca, obviously didn't play in this game. Tim Hardaway Jr. didn't play. Maxie didn't play. Javale McGee didn't play. Davis Bertans. None of them made the trip to Tulsa. This game was in Tulsa which is why it was like a weirdly non-televised but still on Mavs.com kind of thing and like you said if the Mavs.com crew doesn't step up and say hey we'll broadcast this game then we probably don't get to we probably don't get to watch this game
1: um, that cameraman too uh, was uh, <laughs> struggling <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I would say that he probably nodded off a several times during that game. <laughs> but with Christian Wood, you didn't see him run a ton of pick and rolls with Dinwiddie. You didn't see him run pick and rolls with Jaden Hardy like we saw a couple times in, in Fan Jam. Like We just didn't see them run or, or pick and pops even, like those kind of actions. It was a lot of, all right, Christian Wood either post up. He had a real nice post up move. I was in the, yeah. the the second quarter on, on Ujman Jang. Uh, he wanted the end one really bad, which is which I thought was funny yeah. on that. But he he ran a couple of of good plays. You know, had the spot a couple spot up threes like you said, but they weren't running the pick and rolls That's what I want to see. I want to see him run pick and roll with Dinwiddie with Luca, and I'll hold out my full like all right. I'm making a sweeping decision about Christian Wood until I see that. On the defense though, that he struggled. He struggled defensively, mm-hmm. knowing where to be, and they used him as a five. Like he comes in in the six minute mark in the first quarter for Dwight Powell they ran him at the 5. There was that whole thing in the, you know, the Mavs real training camp on nba.com where he wasn't he wasn't getting run as a 5 in the bigs versus smalls defense drill very much. And he and he was like, "Tell the coaches, I want to play the 5. I want to play the 5." Okay. You want to play the 5? You got to defend like a 5 in our system. And he he just wasn't doing that. And he just wasn't playing defense on a level that this Mavericks team wants, and that's where you see like really easily that this is why he's in the situation that he is with the Mavericks where they're bringing him along slowly. They're not just throwing him out there to start and to, you know, calling him our, oh, this is our next all-star about all that kind of stuff. They're not hyping him up the way that some fans had hoped that they would.
1: Yeah. I mean, JaVale's a better defender than him. And, you know, unfortunately JaVale, you know, twisted his ankle the other day. So, you know, he's out right now, but he's a better defender than him. He's better interior defender. He's better, better on the perimeter, you know, defending in space uh, than Christian Wood is. So I, you know, that what they ask for the five man is what, you know, Dwight Powell did tonight. It's what JaVel's going to probably be a little bit better at, you know, in that, in that five man spot for, you know, I, I say better than like Dwight. It's going to get interesting though. It's like, you know, he, he did play a little bit tonight with Dwight in this like kind of, too big you know lineup a few times but ran,
0: ran a four five pick and roll where where christian wood <laughs> was the ball handler and dwight was the screener i was like oh let's go
1: but he's you know he's probably going to play with maxi you know he's going to be yeah. christian wood the backup five maxi's going to be this backup four. maxi can spread the floor play defense and all of that so i i think there'll be there'll be a good big man t- pairing off the bench
0: and what the Mavericks asked their bigs to do, what we saw work so well in the in, you know the postseason run, was what Maxi does, right? Like you can you can rotate around, you can be quick on your feet, and you can play vertical at the rim, and that's what Dwight can do, and what Maxi does really well, which is why he's such a good defender for this team, is you know rotate to the right spots and be there, be on time. It's a lot about timing, and I didn't see that from Christian Wood just yet. It's going to take him a while. I'm not expecting him to be pitch perfect the first you know the first game, but that's going to take him a little while. We what we haven't seen is a Javale McGee type center. Like we haven't seen that type of rim rim like, uh, like rim protecting center since the the, the Chris Alperzingas trade, and he was starting to come on pretty well, um, at, right before the trade happened. But
1: uh, well, even like Tyson Chandler stuff, you know, there's been some fans try to like tie that, um, that similarity of like adding JaVel, this kind of older vet, to be this like rim protecting guy. And looking back to like, hey, Tyson Chandler, 2011 days and all of that. Javel's not Tyson Chandler, say, but let, like, let's let's slow the brakes on that one. <laughs> like, I on. know, but but I'm saying like the the thought of that of adding a vet to play the center spot and anchor the defense a little bit, like you at least see the thought of it. I guess he's he's that style, and he'll play that for like you know 17, 20 minutes
0: a game or something like that. Yeah, um, but what? But when the Mavericks are most optimal, when they're running five out, which they hope, I think they hope that Christian Wood can become eventually they're asking that center to defend that way and uh we just didn't see it from him coming up let's get into the hardy party because he came on strong in the fourth quarter ended up leading the game in points he was hitting from everywhere let's talk about what stood out for jaden hardy and then more notes later on uh <laughs> talk about that <laughs> coming up but before we do let me tell you about bet online can you tell that i've been sick with food poisoning for like <laughs> I'm uh, I'm running low. Bet online is the best place to check out the odds and lines inside and outside of sports. The Dallas Cowboys, all of a sudden, just like they're standing out. They're standing out all of a sudden, three and one. Cooper Rush, baby. They're playing against uh, Cooper Cup and the Rams. Rams at home, Isaac. What's the spread? Uh, Rams at home. It's going to be uh, two. Rams minus five and a half. I didn't, I don't think the Rams have played that well, so if you're if holy you're, crap, if you're what? thinking about that, go ahead and check out Bet Online. They may have undervalued the Cowboys here, so go check it out. Go put some yeah. money down. They also have all kinds of uh, win total over-unders. We'll do that at some point this week, where we go over the entire NBA with our win totals. So go check it out. It's Bet Online. It's where the game starts. Thanks for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen every day. Make sure to check out the ultimate pro basketball preview starting October 10th. I'm on every single one of the six episode extravaganzas to get you ready for the NBA season. The local team experts and Odyssey insiders, uh, NBA insiders of the Lockdown Podcast Network, all combining into one ultimate NBA preview. I did six sets of uh, roundtables with all of our hosts, and I I enjoy those so much. I don't know if people enjoy listening to them, but I love doing them so much. Uh, with all of our hosts and getting them together and seeing them go back and forth and all that. There was some, uh, there were some dust ups, not to the level of maybe Draymond punching a teammate, but there was some dust ups in our, in our round table. So check it out. It's o- October 10th. Search the Ultimate Pro Basketball preview on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, Isaac Harris. Mavericks win their first preseason game, uh, a score 98 to 96. And it was starting to get, it was starting to get a little, like, a little dangerous. Like, oh, the, the, Thunder picked up their lead the, in the beginning of the second half, and then they got it to 10, and then all of a sudden you're like, Are the Mavericks really going to lose this game after they held the lead pretty much the whole first half? And who would step in but our guy, Jaden Hardy. Come on,
1: Hardy. Let's go, Hardy.
0: And I got to I got to throw it up again because he's, he's he just loves seeing Jaden Hardy anytime he does well. Oh, I put up the picture. I was...
1: I thought you about to play something. I was like, Oh, no. you got something prepped. All right. I got cool. something. But I didn't finish it before you got home, but
0: <laughs> for the audio audience, that was an incredible moment in lockdown. On Mav's podcast history.
1: Oh, that was awesome. I was like, Oh, cool. I'm about to watch something. And then we just watched, <laughs> watch each other's faces. Um, Jaden Hardy tonight, 16 points in the fourth quarter, he hit four threes in the fourth quarter. And you know, there's not a ton that you go into preseason games and saying, Hey, like what? What are you trying to learn? Like rotations are thrown off, people are setting out, and you know I went through on yesterday's pod. These are things I'm looking for in the preseason. Josh Green is the hype there. Seeing something how engaged, how locked in is Christian Wood. Some of these things that like isn't depending on rotations and all of this stuff. One of those is Jaden Hardy and like how confident, how confident, how comfortable does he feel out there? Because we saw that first game of, of summer league, he puts up 28 points. And then the rest of summer league, he wasn't as confident. It looked kind of like out of place. It looked, it it was clunky for him the rest of summer league. So this is the first time we've seen him in action and it's just so much fun. And he's so much, this is, this is what I want to see him do in the preseason. Like get up shots. Yeah. Let's have fun. Be confident in it. And him hitting four threes in the fourth, I was getting pretty hyped.
0: For him, it's especially about what's his role in the context of the lineup that he's out there with, right? Like when he's out yeah. there with some of the the starters or at least the main rotation guys, he's catch and shoot. He's maybe, a, you know, a dribble here or there if he gets a, an outlet pass or something like that. But when it's just him and the rest of the training camp guys, you know, it's him and, uh, and it's McKinley, Wright And it's Tyler Hall and Bingham and Gee. like go for it, man. Like it's your time. It's your time. It's the hardy party. Like go ahead and start to put up some shots. And he was man. Anytime he got the ball, he's thrown up threes. And his catch and shoot shot looks really really good. And I think that's one area where we've seen over the last couple of um like times we've seen him summer league, you know, training camp stuff, now this first preseason game where if that's real and it seems like it is so far, and he was a good shooter, you know, ever, everywhere he's played. If that's real, then that's something the Mavs can really use. Like that's something the Mavs can, can really use at a certain point. It gives them another player that if one of these guys isn't hot, the Tim Hardaway's the, you know, the Reggie's, the Dorian's, like you can throw that guy in and just get him a couple buckets with some wide open threes.
1: And it's, I think it feels like it's been a clear thing with him that he's going to play off the ball. Like, yes. we didn't see him. I don't r- remember one time tonight him bringing the ball to the floor nope. and running any bit. And in a game in which Luca plays for a team that lacks the ball handlers, for him not to even like play that role at all. Yeah. When we've seen Josh Green, McKinley, Wright, and these other guys do it, uh, Frank. He didn't play. So it seems like they're pretty locked into him playing off the ball in that Jordan Poole type of role that we've talked about a million times. So um, I liked what I saw from him.
0: Is what? he going to play the Jordan Poole rule where like a, a, a veteran punches him in the, <laughs> like at a certain point during a practice?
1: I actually haven't got to read that story yet. I saw tweets uh, during the broadcast and I was like, oh crap, what yeah, is going on? J- J-
0: the, the report is that Jordan Poole was, was acting all. Whatever, because he's about to get a new extension and Draymond hasn't gotten his yet, apparently. And like a bunch of teammates got upset about about how Jordan Poole was acting and Draymond Green got in his face and then Jordan Draymond Green, let, let me use the correct f- phrasing here, struck Jordan Poole. I don't I don't know if it was a punch, it was a slap, it was a elbow, hmm. it was a forearm shiver. Like I don't know a exactly flick. what it, what it, yeah, he could, he could have struck him. It was, was, it was a towel it was a towel flip, like <laughs> like in the locker room. But but yeah, so, but with Jaden Hardy, like you, you're right, they, they haven't played him on the ball very much at all throughout all the times we've seen him in every context that we've seen him since they drafted him. And so I think that's what we're going to have to look for is how are they going to use him in, in that sense? And he's not going to be the third ball handler that rises up, I don't think. He's still got a, he's no. still got a while to go with his ball handling, which has been my thing <laughs> since since they drafted him is get Sham God to work with him and it'll do wonders for his career.
1: Well, just a while to go to even, I mean, I, I it's not the you know, raining on the parade of of Hardy, but I just think he he's not gonna be a primary guy. Like I'm not expecting him to be the seventh man off the bench. Like Tim's gonna play that role. Like yeah. the role we saw Hardy play tonight, that's Tim Hardaway's role in, in the normal rotation. So I think he's gonna be buried down the rotation a little bit. He's gonna be the best victory cigar. Like it's gonna be I mean the fourth quarters that they're up by twenty three against the Kings or well I can't say the Kings because we always <laughs> lose the Kings but against some random team out there Hardy's gonna come in and play like you know five or six minutes in the fourth and put up some big shots and have fun and be confident. The dude was flexing against this crowd in Tulsa like these people in Tulsa they never get NBA basketball and he's over flexing out. I'm like I'm loving. I
0: loved it. I'm in it. I'm calling my shot right here. There's gonna be a game this year. Uh-oh. Where the Mavericks are down 20 and they're like, all right, it's garbage time. Let's throw out Hardy and Pinson and, you know, all the end of the bench guys. And Hardy's going to bring them all the way back. And then, then there's going to be a moment where like, all right, do we bring our starters back in? Because it's a five-point game with a minute left to go. Or do we just let Hardy continue to cook? And he's going to win them one of these games. So they're down 20 and they throw him out there for quote-unquote garbage time. And he's like... I'm not having it because he's no, got he's got he's got something. I don't know if I want to call it that dog or if he's a Hooper or all the colloquialisms that are used among so many different basketball players. But he loves those moments. Like he, in Fan Jam, we saw it late in the game, him going back and forth with Luca. We saw it in this game. They're late in the game and they could get a win, and he's like, "Let me just start chucking up shots." And
1: he and, could be he could be not just the victory cigar. He could be the break glass guy you know how we had like JJ yeah. Barea before of like yeah. break break glass in case of emergency. That all the offense is is just not working, and it's like just throw JJ out there and just have him run some pick and rolls. Just see if we can get something on the board. He could serve that role. That Luca doesn't have it, or let's say Luca's out, Spencer doesn't foul have trouble, it. Yeah, yeah. There's foul trouble. They just can't get an offensive rhythm. They're getting down. They're down by like twelve in the mid third quarter, and they're like, dude, we just can't get anything going. You throw Hardy out there and say, "Dude, let's just see if you got a flamethrower tonight." <laughs> just go get a get some buckets. The heat check guy, the heat check guy. I'm all for it. Co- coming up, yeah. what are some other thoughts? I th-
0: I got some thoughts about Dinwiddie. Thoughts about the rest of the rotation and everything that we saw. Uh, let's talk about what else we saw in this preseason game coming up. All right, Isaac. We're continuing to talk about the Mavericks. 98 to 96 win over the 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 quote unquote Thunder. I mean, I mean. They they didn't play SGA. Chet didn't play. Obviously, Dort didn't play. Did you know that Marquise Chris and Trey Burke were on the were on the Thunder? Technically, yes, they are. <laughs> they were in that trade, but they didn't. Uh, they didn't. Play I love watching
1: team. Giddy play. Such a fun. Play.
0: Giddy's fun. He was he was looking really good early on. But a couple of thoughts. Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie knows exactly what his role is in this offense, and his confidence has. Has totally shined through. I thought in that first quarter where he's just all right. It's me. I got the ball. I'm doing this. I'm making stuff happen. I'm kicking out of shooters. I'm finishing around the rim. I think he hit a three. Um, he's getting a couple steals. Like he's just making it happen. He had turnover issues, but everybody had turnover issues in this game with Rust. But um, that clip, that, that clip from Theo Pinson's podcast where where Dinwiddie's talking about Dorian Finney-Smith coming up to him in practice one day after he played his first two games. He wasn't very aggressive. He wasn't trying to rattle anything. And he says D- Dorian comes up to him and says. You know, what are you doing? We couldn't guard you in Brooklyn. Now what are you doing out here? I'm not guarding LeBron for all this time for you to not go get a bucket. Like, he knows exactly what his role is, and that I'm excited to
1: see that, that he knows exactly what his identity in the offense is. I'll hook it up to my veins. I mean, I, I'm i all in on Spencer Dinwiddie this season, and um, I love us all tonight. I mean, he had one one play tonight. I think he, he scored at the basket, and then he, like, stole the inbounds play yes. and had another big, like – I don't know. I think
0: Josh it. stole that. Josh Green stole that inbounds play, but Dinwiddie was right there and finished it. Like, got the, got yeah, the, yeah, was layup like back to
1: back things. Like, yeah, I'm all about him stepping into the, to the Brunson role.
0: And I like it. The other thing that stood out to me in that, that Theo Pinson, by the way, it's Run Your Race is Theo Pinson's podcast. It's an incredible episode with, with Dinwiddie. They go through like his entire basketball career. Like, where'd you start? Where'd you go to high school? How'd you decide to go to Colorado? It's all really interesting stuff. Um, but one thing that stood out was, he he talked about his process going from level to level in in you know in basketball, where he's like, I'm in high school. It took me a little while to figure it out. And once I figured it out, I was in the races. Went to Colorado. First 10 games were really rough for him, like really bad. Coaches sat him down and were like, hey, we brought you in to be like our ringer, like to be our main guy, to be our star. It's not working out. What's going on? And he said after that, he he figured it out. Like it took him a while to figure it out. NBA, Detroit wasn't working for him, gets to Brooklyn takes him a little bit, he figures it out, and then he gets it. And I think he's just one of those guys that is like he he's way more internal about stuff and has to figure it out, accept what kind of his role is, and then go out and do it. And I think hopefully this year we'll see that a lot more, that he's, all right, I've processed it. I know exactly what my role is. I'll go out there uh, and, and do it. And I'm, I'm interested to see how that works out for him this year too.
1: He's probably like a five on the Enneagram. But he's – yeah. You know, he's he's super smart. He could have went to Harvard and he didn't yeah. he didn't go to Harvard. He, you know, chose to play basketball in the Pac-12, play for Colorado and stuff. Speaking of Colorado though, let's uh, transition to McKinley Wright. Yeah. Oh, man, for one of my biggest questions for the preseason is, especially in these games that Luca doesn't play, who's going to run the freaking offense when when Demetri's not on the floor? And McKinley Wright was the first first guy that gets a shot at it. One that tells me I'm like, "All right, if it's McKinley, Wright getting uh backup point guard minutes over Frank and everybody else, a little worried, but then he actually plays really well. Like he has some tough finishes in the paint. He's five eleven. He's small. He has, you know, he obviously lacks the size, but the dude looks like a pro out there. Like he has two more games like that in the preseason. Wouldn't shock me if he gets the other two way spot. I, I thought he played really good basketball tonight. He's he's built
0: like a football player, right? He's smaller. Right. He's like six, six foot six one, but he's built really th- like thick. He is is hounding everybody on defense. It was hard. Like <laughs> you're gonna laugh at this, but at Fanjam, he was picking up Theo oh in full court, and Theo Pinson had a hard time getting the ball over half court, like dribbling against him. And I was a little worried for Theo. I was like, what is going on? Like, Tell me what else you learned from Fanjam. <laughs> well, we've only seen this Maverick squad play like three instances now so i'm i'm taking what i can get but and for him i've seen him even even less than that um uh, but but yeah i mean he's playing defense he's out there trying he's making the most of his uh of his time and he was the only he was the only training camp guy quote unquote to play in the first half which i found really interesting and mm. of all the good that he did in this game uh it made me way more concerned about the about the third ball handler <laughs> cuz I didn't see them trust Frank very much as like the the ball handler or we yeah, just talked about how Jaden Hardy is not, they don't think that he's like a ball handler, like a main guy. And so I don't know, that problem may be a little bit bigger than they think. Tim will, will help that. I think just a little bit, obviously Luca will help it a lot, but uh, it is a thing because McKinley Wright got more ball handling opportunities than Frank did <laughs> like yeah, early in the game. That's surprising.
1: surprise. I mean, he did have 10 assists. Uh, he's he was a really good point guard in, yeah. in college basketball and he's all time leader in assist at Colorado um, which school has Chauncey Billups. And um, so, anyway, I don't know if McKinley Wright is the answer to your backup point guard uh, Um, He can't problem. shoot the three, which is tough. No.
0: Like, I got to see him knock down some
1: threes, and why don't, we haven't seen any,
0: like, but as a two-way guy, the, another break glass in case of emergency as a third point guard? Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't be opposed to him being the other two-way guy. Um, uh, Josh Green. Yeah. I don't think he did anything tonight for you to – for people to jump off the train, I I no. thought he had a, a solid night. Um, you know he hit a three in the game. That three that was a nice kick out to him in the corner. He looked confident in taking it. Um, and, I liked and, what I saw. And from
0: on that point, he only passed up one three that I thought okay he should have taken that one. I didn't see any on oper- the
1: corner with Giddy.
0: Yes, Giddy yeah. was like a little close to him, and I don't know what he was. I don't know his, his release is a little bit slow, and so you don't. I don't know exactly. It's hard to tell the space, especially with the feed that we got. But, um, but yeah, you. Well, I'm talking about the feed from Tulsa. It was like <laughs> it was like Ripley, and there's like weird like glitch stuff in the middle of it. I don't know. I was having a hard time, and the camera angle sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I thought I thought he did he did great. He had a couple of he had two steals that inbounds one that you talked about. He had four assists, which is what you want from him. Um, only one rebound. You expect to like at least you expect at least one Josh Green rebound every game like yeah. offensive rebound we didn't get it in this one but but yeah he's looking solid and i think his confidence and his demeanor is different this year than we've seen in the past definitely than his rookie year but different than last year too
1: and the arm sleeve arm sleeve is huge for uh josh green arm sleeve josh green is a is a, a new thing so <laughs> it's different he's built different now it's built different uh, i don't have really anything else from this game that's all you got Uh, Besides Tulsa, Oklahoma, just being the all right. Well, let's (laughs) Tulsa.
0: Apparently, everyone should go visit Tulsa, (laughs) a tourism capital of the United States.
1: Um, I'm I'm worried about Tyler Dorsey. I mean I don't think I think it's too early to say you worry about anybody. I mean he, he missed all five of his shot, all five of his threes. It was but.
0: the threes that he took though to me. It was like the threes that he took. He, I mean he's forcing shots up there and it seems to me like he's he's ready to come back and prove himself, which he should want to because he left a deal in Greece, decided to come back to the US and was like, "All right, I got to now I got to prove something." He took less money to be on a two-way than he could have made in Greece playing in that league again. And uh, yeah, just <laughs> Nico Harrison mentioned him as a potential third ball handler, and no, I don't see that at, at any point uh, no, with him. No, no. From what we just saw tonight and what I've seen from him in the past, so yeah, that one, I'm, that one, I'm worried about. It's a two way, so it's it's not that big of a deal. But if yeah. if you're if you're somebody that expected him to oh he's gonna pop and hit a ton of threes and maybe
1: be the ball handler like Nico Harrison said,
0: then you know I I'm I'm not there.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I'm not worried, but I'm not. I don't have high expectations for any two-way guys. I thought Dwight Powell looked okay tonight too. I mean, he obviously started, played 18 minutes, hit all seven of his free throws. He he was typical Dwight Powell, running the pick and roll, hustling. Got hit in the face one time. Thought of you. He got hit twice uh, in the face.
0: <laughs> Our friend Jimmy, at all things Mavs, was keeping track of that. <laughs> We got to remember, like, let's not have such short-term memory that we forget that Dwight Powell was really good all last year. Like, he's a good regular-season center. He just can't play in three three straight playoff rounds last <laughs> last season, and so. But remember, he's still a pretty good. Like, he knows where to be. If everything I talked about, I would him, say
1: I think I would say pretty good. I wouldn't say like really really good, but like he's solid. That that to me is yeah, he's is, solid. That
0: to me that's it's he's solid. Like he's
1: especially for what they ask yes. of that five role, like. Put him in a different systems where they're not they don't have a really good, you know, pick and roll guy. They don't have a Luca stuff like that. Then I I would have like some big hesitations. But like what he the role that they asked for the five man, it fits perfect, especially in a backup role. Fits fits great here in Dallas.
0: Yeah. And so let's not forget that that he's still <laughs> he's still solid at that and that he's gonna play he's gonna play minutes this year.
1: Um, and if this if like if this JaVel sprained ankle happen a month from now, Dwight can fill in for 18 minutes, like he did tonight, like that. This is the amount that Javel's probably going to play in the game. You're going to see JaVel's going to play like 18 to 20 minutes a game, just like Dwight did tonight. And it's like Dwight can do that if JaVale twists an ankle and is out for like a week. Dwight can spot start like that for a while, for sure.
0: So there you go. We'll be back tomorrow with more thoughts about this game, and then the Mavericks play again on Friday. Mavericks, my dog, just like leapt up in, <laughs> into the door. They play on Friday, home game against the Magic, so that one should be fun. Hopefully, we'll get to see your boy, Paolo Banchero, Eggs and Banchero, uh, yes. and we'll be able to, to see him and all that. So, guys, stick with us. We'll have a post game after that one as well. And uh, make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Josh Lloyd, holding you down. He's the best one over there, the Aussie. An incredible, incredible podcast host uh, who I – who I want to be someday. (laughs) Go listen to Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Maps.
1: Peace out. Boom.